0: Whoa. 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 whoa, 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 Tap in with your kinfolk, you building a night. Got the keys to the city when the city when is the locked. City is Open locked. your mind, you can see the culture defined. Through the music and lifestyle, get deep in the land, in the Seeking line. you fine, we just want our people to shine. shine. On that platform, platform, you can rewind. It's bigger than some content you can decide. Decide. The keys to the city podcast is a vibe. Tap in. Okay, folks, welcome back to another episode of Key to the City podcast. We appreciate y'all tuning in for another week. Continuous shout outs to everybody that's continuing to support the platform, whether you're liking, sharing, commenting, telling your mom and then whatever you're doing. I sure and appreciate you. Uh, we want to thank uh, thank our last guest. Uh, we had some artists on from Jackson, uh, Tricky Hudson, Coke Ye, uh Savvy Luck, um, Donald Vegas, as well as uh, producer Charles Palmer. Shout out to Offbeat. Thank you for the hospitality down there on 109. North State Street. Y'all go check them out. they black owned and uh, they have a lot of vintage material and uh, action figures and record, uh, vinyl records and things like that. So go check them out, man, and support. Uh, but as always, with Key to the City, we're going to keep providing you with keys, things you need to know about, um, things you need to learn, things that can take you to the next level. Uh, one event that I want to help promote that's coming up starting tomorrow is the uh, 78th Annual Mississippi NAACP Conference. Uh, Their motto this year is Thriving Together that's going down November 2nd through the 4th um, in Jackson, Mississippi, Mississippi at the Hilton. Uh, So we're going to find out more about that. Uh, The gentleman that we're speaking with uh, today is a big dog. With the NAACP Mississippi State Conference, he is the executive director and he's also a principal uh, at Peyton Strategies, which is a political data firm in Mississippi that specializes in data collection and management. And uh, he provides consulting services for nonprofits and progressive candidates from federal to local districts. Uh, he has a background in community organizing, political direction, and canvassing. And he also possesses a unique perspective, intuitive insight, and sound judgments. Sound judgment of political analytics. So he's definitely doing his thing out there. He has served as a state organizer in 2012 for the Mississippi State Conference NAACP. This is my vote campaign. Y'all remember that uh, about a decade ago. Uh, he registered more than 29,000 black voters in the state you already know, with election season upon us, vote, vote, vote. That's our power. We need to take advantage of it. And uh, he also consults as a data manager for One Voice, Inc., uh, a nonprofit that seeks to build a progressive civic infrastructure in the American South. He does it all, ladies and gentlemen. He does it all. So we're going to find out more about this Mississippi State Conference, uh, a little bit about his background and uh, how we all can get involved, join, and uh help the struggle because you always know it's a constant fight so without further ado ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the city mr charles taylor what's going on brother
1: hey how you doing great to be here uh thank you for promoting our state conference and our state convention you know the naacp has been around for over 114 years since 1909 but many of you may not know we've been in the state of mississippi since 1919. so wow. over- five years. Our first branch was in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Uh, I'm actually right here in the state office as we speak. The office that I'm currently sitting in now uh, was the office that Mega Air was held over 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, wow uh, hollow halls, hollow spaces. And I'm just really excited to be here with you today.
0: We love to have you here, brother. We appreciate you. And a salute to you, man. we always looking for uh our black kings that's gonna lead us uh down the right path man and try to encourage us and educate us at the same time i'm glad you opened up with some background about the naacp uh because i know with my generation the millennials and probably younger uh, i feel like as more time passed, we kind of get away from the staples and foundations of the civil rights and things that allow us to have the freedoms that we do today so i'm glad you broke that down um and just a little bit of your background. You a Morehouse man?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Morehouse man? Morehouse 2012, you know, also a millennial. Man, you know, I tell you, just even as you're talking about the NAACP and it being multi-generational, mm-hmm. uh, I, I've been around since uh, 20, uh, 2006. Uh, you know, I met both Derek Johnson and the Sean mm-hmm. at the exact same time as a high school student. And so, wow. you know, it was the mentorship that was provided to me by the two of them, uh, ongoing even after I got out of college. Needed a job, mm-hmm. you know, to work here at the NAACP and work with work for One Voice. Um, and you know, now being in this office, it's a it's a beautiful thing. I tell you, I think what we have to do more, uh, especially as young folks, and like I say I'm a millennial myself, but even the generations under us, we gotta we gotta lay at the feet of the people who came before us because come on. They know a lot. They want to instill and share that vision with us. And if you have the right mentor, they are going to want you to flourish. Going to want your light to shine. Mm. Going to want your ideas to come to fruition. And all they want to do is provide guidance, you know, as they do it. And so I think that's what the NAACP is all about. That's what we've been about for over a century. So you know, I'm just happy to be a part of the NAACP family.
0: Love it, brother. Love it what all um occurs at this state conference what goes on is this an opportunity for some of those for some of that younger generation to get involved and learn more about it? break that Absolutely. down
1: yeah so come come join us like i said uh thursday through saturday so that'll be november 2nd through the 4th we'll be at the hilson on Line road in jackson mississippi um you know come and participate we would love for you to register I think, you know, registration is not uh it's not a whole lot of money. I want to say it's about 45 bucks to register. But I tell you, if you want to come and you want to participate and you say to yourself you just want to sit in, we we're going to more than welcome you. Um we want people to participate. We don't want there to be any barriers to people uh, you know, participating and uh, uh and being a part of the state convention, be a part of the conversation mm-hmm. as you're know, doing, you know, just kind of a um schedule at glance we have our religious affairs luncheon starting on thursday at 12 12 pm on friday you know we have our open plenary session starting at at, uh 8 a.m we'll be going all day long we also the youth in college will have their own convention every day we got over 100 Mm. from across the state coming in uh to talk about you know the one the election is happening on tuesday but two how do they plan and build and strategize for the future and then of course uh on on saturday we got multiple more plenary sessions and then we will, will end the night with our uh you know famous freedom fund banquet and mm. so really excited about uh hearing and for folks to hear from our speaker at the freedom fund banquet um uh, get some good food fellowship etc so the naacp convention it is welcome to all it is a space for intergenerational conversations it is a space where you can build and dream. Uh, it is a space that is home uh, mm-hmm. for, for people of color uh in Mississippi. And so we want you to come have fun with us. Uh, you know, whether that is just spending an hour with us or being there the entire time, we we welcome people and just appreciate you being able to amplify this on your platform.
0: Most definitely, most definitely. Can't forget y'all take advantage of it, get out there, register, register, register. Um What's all entailed in the role of an executive
1: director for the
0: conference? What's all on your plate?
1: Man, that's a, that's a great question. I'll tell you, so I serve as the executive director, Our state conference president, who's my boss is uh, Reverend Dr. Robert James of Stone County, uh, okay. Reverend James, uh, he runs the state conference. And so, you know, as the president of the state conference, he oversees, uh, the meetings, he helps with the branches, make sure that we're in compliance. Uh, etc. And then the two of two of us, along with the staff, we meet with them constantly to talk about the strategy, etc. So the state conference president, uh, Dr. James, and the state conference executive committee members, which is about 200 of them, mm-hmm. they help to set the strategy. I mean, set and and the vision for the NAACP. But well, my job is executive director, and the job of the additional staff here uh, for the state conference. As we execute on those strategies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what we do day in and day out, and a lot of times it is uh, day in and night out. Uh, right. You know, we meet with our, our partners, work work with them, both national, regional, uh, state and local. We will, uh, you know, have different projects. So a couple things that, you know, we've been doing this year to kind of highlight. One, you know, our, our ongoing uh, works around civic engagement. Mm-hmm. So the NAACP, the state conference, along with our national office, we've made a seven figure investment into this election cycle, making sure that black folks get out to vote, know what's on the ballot, know who's on the ballot, uh, understand the issues. We've done that uh, in terms of knocking on doors in 30 counties, making phone calls in all 82 counties, sending out text messages. Youth in college will be sending out text messages this this weekend and we sent out over half a million messages to people. To talk to them about this election, you know, digital advertisement, uh, you know, over hundred thousand pieces of mail, and several other tactics that I hadn't even—I'm neglecting to name—but we wanted mm. to touch on those things. Uh, secondly, we had a big project around me- expanding Medicaid. Medicaid expansion is absolutely necessary in the state of Mississippi. Yes, we see. are a poor story, state, and so as a poor state, there's about two hundred thousand Mississippians. Who would benefit from Medicaid expansion? Who would literally get health insurance the next day? But health Medicaid expansion would also save lives. So we, along with the Coalition for uh, uh, the Care for Mississippi, have been talking about how do we expand Medicaid? You know, unfortunately, we there were recent storms in Mississippi, mm-hmm. oh, you and know, Rolling Fork, Mississippi, and throughout the Mississippi Delta, Silver City, and uh, and and in other places, and it was devastating. And so, you know, NAACP was on the ground in those areas, trying to help with that disaster relief, partnered with the Red Cross, and that Uh, Felicia Tripp, who's with the Red Cross, she's also our disaster uh, management co, uh, disaster um, committee chair for the NAACP, Uh, her along with Charles Hampton, who was our first vice president, uh, they have been doing disaster relief since, um, you know, at least the last couple of decades, and so just grateful to the work that they have been doing. Um, you know, is several other projects that we have with the NAACP. Of course, you know, we were heavy around the the, the water water crisis in mm-hmm. Jackson, with our Title VI complaint with the national office saying that you know what they have done is violating civil the civil rights of the citizens of Jackson with the water crisis. You know, um, you know, it, I, I tell you, there's a couple other things I could say, but ultimately uh, with the NAACP, we have 21 standing committees and I guarantee you within those 21 standing committees, we touch all aspects of of, of life. And so mm-hmm. our role as executive director is to carry out the vision and execute on, on a vision that has been uh, both uh, sharpened by our state president executive committee elected members etc but has been laid out you know before any of us have been alive Mm. we have been on this vision of advancing uh equity for people of color like i said uh since the last century wow
0: um you mentioned the upcoming election cycle and um i think this one is very critical and important um I kind of want to ask a broad question. This is just your personal opinion. Why does it seem like we as Mississippians always vote against our best interest?
1: Man, uh, you know, I think we need a couple hours to talk about that one. (laughs) But but I'll say this. this. A couple things. Um, You know, when it comes to black Mississippians, in in the words of our uh, national president, Derek Johnson, when we fight, we win. You know, mm-hmm. has more black elected officials than any other state in the country. Right now, like I said, I'm just literally sitting in the office that used to be Magruder's office. Yes, sir. But literally right next to me, uh, you know, the, the the wall that we share is is the auditorium of the N.W. Stringer Lodge. And so, mm-hmm. in the, the N.W. Stringer Lodge, that's when the Mississippi Freedom Democratic Party had their state convention. And at their state mm-hmm. convention, it was folks like Fannie Lou Hamer who went up and said, I want to be a delegate. And then later we heard her famous testimony at the, uh, uh, the DNC, the D- Democratic National Convention of 1964, where she spoke to the credentials committee along with Aaron Henry, who was our state conference president for 33 years. And so, you know, it was these black folks who led to, at that time, you know, there were no black elected officials in Mississippi to now Mississippi having more black elected officials than uh, than any other state in the country, but as we talk about this conversation around people either not voting their interests or people not voting at all, it's really less about the individual and more about um, the 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 structure. And so, voting is is something that is systemic. So anything that's systemic must have a systemic solution to it. So Mm -hmm. we can't put the blame or the onus on individual. Uh, quite, what I mean by that is that we have to invest into the electorate, and so mm-hmm. you know, what happens a lot of times is whether you're a Mississippian or any other state, if you are, let's say, what we call a high propensity voter or uh, 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 a super voter, you know, to say it quite frank, um, you get inundated with mail, with texts, with phones, with door knocks, et cetera, and the reason mm-hmm. why is because there's a certain level of stability in your life, so it's easy to reach you. But the person who may not be voting, a lot of times it ties to stability. So these are individuals that may have to change address every six months or change cell phones that frequently or more. And so it, you know, it is our job to make sure that one, voting is as easy as possible, because Mississippi is one of the, the hardest states in the country to vote, for, vote in. Mm-hmm. And that's not by coincidence, it's by design. We don't have early registration. We don't have same. I mean, we don't have uh, early voting. We don't have same registration. We don't have online uh, registration. You know, and these are states, other states that have uh, higher propensity voters, or the 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 propensity of the electorate is higher. Um, They have these things. It's no coincidence that if you make voting easier, more people will do it. Mm-hmm. And can do that in a way where you maintain the integrity of the process. We've seen this happen in so many states. Mississippi is a state that would much rather suppress votes because by suppressing the votes, you keep certain entities uh, in power. And so this is by design. Um, the last thing I'll say about this notion of people who may or may not vote the way that we think is in their interest is really about going back, invested into the election engagement. If you have a scenario where one person, even if they're not the best person for them, talking to a particular voter, ending in their sales and their lives for 30 or so years, and then someone else has a different opinion and they have never talked to that voter, doesn't reach those individuals, then then you know they're gonna go with the devil they know. Mm. And so uh, in, in all of that, what I am suggesting is that we have to redesign what it means what it means to engage voters uh, in, a, in a place, period, in a place across, any, all places across the country, but especially in a place like Mississippi, because we have so much technology and there are people who are hardworking, who care about our state, who care about their families, who care about their lives. And sometimes they vote, sometimes they don't, but it doesn't mean the care is not there. We just got to make sure we reach them
0: oh powerful response brother powerful response i got one last personal question for you then we can get ready to close it out uh what's your assessment of the Biden administration thus far
1: well i'll tell you this um i i think uh that what is happening with this administration i i've I, i've been pleased with biden has appointed more black uh individuals or people than any other president um, you know, it I think we don't really realize how much the administration has done for the ordinary Mississippi mm-hmm. and or the ordinary American. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of course we can always do more and more should be needed and demanded. But, you know, um, uh, you know, you just think about some of the recent uh policies, et cetera. That the Biden-Harris administration has taken on, uh, it, it has yielded fruits for people. I mean, mm-hmm. you can literally f- feel it. Uh, I do think that we still need to address other issues. Some of it is things that the administration can and cannot control. But you know, ultimately, and for, for the NAACP, our goal is to continue to advance and particularly advance the, the lives of people of color. Love to hear it.
0: Love to hear it. And how can my audience, my kinfolk, folk, uh, register for
1: the conference and make sure they're there to attend? Well, at this point, the only registration we're doing is on site, or we welcome you to come. Oh, yeah. So okay. you know, uh, come by. All you gotta do is show up. And I, like I said, I believe it is forty-five dollars to register. But okay. um, like I said, if somebody wants to come by. Uh, and, you know, they just want to stop by for an hour or two. We're not, gonna, we're not going to uh, turn them away. Mm-hmm. We're going to welcome them with open arms. It's going to feel like a family reunion because it is a family reunion. And so yeah, what I tell people to do is just show up to the Hilton on County Line Road uh, between Thursday and, and, and Saturday, mm-hmm. and they will be welcomed by the NAACP. Thursday and Saturday this week
0: y'all make sure y'all get out there say that again thursday through through saturday thursday through saturday make sure y'all get out there and get involved uh mr taylor i salute you brother continue to do what you're doing continue to push the culture forward continue to educate us on how we need to get involved uh to change our situation in america and brother we uh we just love what you're doing and how you continue to build the culture so keep it in the road brother keep rolling I appreciate
1: you, and thank you for the opportunity.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, we had to have you again in the future, man, so uh, stay tuned and uh, keep running things in Mississippi for us.
1: I appreciate you. All right.
0: Yes, sir. We appreciate y'all joining us for this episode. Y'all get involved. The Mississippi NAACP State Conference is going down November 2nd through the 4th. Get out there, get involved. This has been another episode. He is Charles Taylor. I am Keoni G, Mr. Key to the City. We appreciate y'all. Love. Please, blessings. We out.